and welcome to Finding Peace Within. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting Finding Peace Within, welcome to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, welcome back. Finding Peace Within was created to help you find your authentic self through spiritual awareness, studying the Word of God, being true to who you really are, and doing the necessary things you need to do in order to have peace with your soul. If you would like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on all platforms. Lisa Dalton, Facebook, Instagram, Lisa Dalton, and on Twitter, Lisa Dalton. Now, sit back, relax, get your pen and your pads as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Coming up on today's Finding Peace Within podcast. And if you have a complaint against yourself, you need to forgive yourself. Have that conversation with yourself. What was it you needed that you didn't ask for? Identify that. Being able to identify what it is you really need helps you move forward. Now get your pen and your pad as we continue to take this journey to finding peace within together. Hello everyone. Welcome back to Finding Peace Within with Lisa. I am your host, Lisa L. Dalton. I pray everyone is doing well and getting ready for Thanksgiving. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. Even though we're not going to be going home to South Carolina, we're still here. Yes, <laughs> we're still here and we're um, just thankful, you know, that's what Thanksgiving is all about, being thankful and grateful for what the Lord has done. We are still in our, uh, now that we found love, what are we going to do with this series? Today we have a good, oh my God, a good lesson, something the Lord has been dealing with dealing with me on and I'm, I think this is very um good time for for this lesson to be taught but before we get into the lesson I want to um, say if you're watching me on YouTube hello 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 um, like subscribe and share the channel finding peace within you can find me just by googling my name Lisa L Dalton R1 the number one body b-o-d-y the number two and build b-u-i-l-d one body to build that is my youtube website again i'm a youtube channel again you can just google my name and you'll find it there like share and subscribe if you haven't gotten my new book today's investment tomorrow's return it is now available on amazon nook barnes and noble in electronic form for those of you that don't really uh, read paper anymore it is available on digital also um, if you are on Facebook you can follow me there I do my morning devotions every morning Monday through Friday Monday through Friday uh, Lisa 6 and 3 6 a.m. 3 minutes Lisa 6 and 3 get your morning devotion with Lisa now let's go ahead and get into our short word of prayer 
Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor you, O oh God. We praise you, Lord, for who you are in our lives. We thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy. Oh God, we ask that you be with me as I teach this lesson on how to be kind. In your word, you never told us to be nice. You told us to be kind one to another. And so this morning, this afternoon, this evening, as my listeners listen to the podcast, I ask that you um, let a revelation come that they will want to be kind one to another. In Jesus' name we pray, amen, amen, and amen. <sighs> Excuse me, y'all. Oh, let me get some water. Hold on. Uh, there's water right here. Y'all know I believe in being real and authentic. <laughs> There it is. I had to get some water. So this morning, this afternoon, this evening, as you're listening, I want you to think about um, what it is that the Lord has required of you when it comes to um, taking care of yourself. What does the Lord require of you? And how do you be kind to yourself? That's something some of us um, probably don't even think about. We're often often nice. <laughs> you know, there's that nice, nasty. Oh, that was nice, nasty. But being kind, there is no nasty in being kind. Let's talk about it. <laughs> How to be kind to yourself. Ephesians 4 and 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another forgiving each other just as Christ God forgave you. Now, this is what kind is. Kind is benevolence, caring, compassion, generosity, goodwill, gentle, thoughtful, and humanity. Nice is enjoyable, agreeable, pleasant, good, Fine, lovely, amusing, and wonderful. <laughs> a starch difference between kind and nice, right? I was shocked myself. I was like, wow. So when people say you're nice, that's not always a good thing. Because nice is a feeling. Enjoyable, agreeable, pleasant, good, loving, amusing, wonderful. But kind is is from the soul, is benevolence, is caring, is compassionate, is generosity, goodwill, gentle, thoughtful, and humanity. A kind act can be unpleasant to experience, but that does not diminish its lasting value to the receiver. A kind act requires no appreciation. When you are kind to someone, you just do it. You know, you just show compassion. Um, a nice person or action is nothing without some appreciation. With a nice person, action is nothing without some appreciation. So when you are nice to a person, uh, most of the time, you're looking for some, oh, I appreciate that. You feel appreciated. But when you're kind, you're not even looking for a thank you. That's just something that you do from the heart. So when it comes to being kind to yourself, are you caring? Are you compassionate? Are you generous? Do you show goodwill toward yourself? 
Are you gentle with yourself? Are you thoughtful of yourself? Are you humane to yourself? Some of us may have had thoughts of suicide. That is not humane. I've been there before. I've had thoughts of suicide. And that's not being humane. That's not taking care of yourself. You know, we have the humane society for animals. But what about the humane society for yourself? Wow, that's something to think about. Kindness is is based on the right thing to do and is undeterred by opposition. Kindness is based on the right thing to do and is not undeterred by opposition. The right thing, not the good thing, it's the right thing. So if I need to tell someone uh, that, let's say we're at church or whatever and a, a lady slip might be hanging. The kind thing to do would be, sister, I'm not sure if you are aware, but your slip is hanging. And she'll say, oh, thank you. But whether she receives it or not, that was the right thing to do. And most of the times, they'll fix it, go in the bathroom and pull the slip up. But niceness would be, man, I don't really know her. I probably don't need to say anything because she may take it the wrong way. That's being nice. Why? Because it was agreeable. It was pleasant. It was good. But when you're kind, so let's put it back on ourselves. When we are kind to ourselves and we look at ourselves in the mirror and we take that time to uh, really reflect on who we are and what we've done, you can say the right thing to do, Lisa, the right thing that you should have done was to respond this way. You should have uh, said no instead of saying yes. Yes, the the kind thing to do is to say what it is you're wanting. And we'll get uh, further into that in our study. Luke 6 and 35 says, But love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return. And your reward will be great and you will be sons of the most high for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. He's even kind to the ungrateful and the evil, which means oftentimes we when we are unkind to ourselves, the Lord is kind to us. I had um, I remember my niece needed some money. Um, She was in a situation and she needed some money and I gave it to her. I didn't say, she didn't have to say thank you. I didn't ask for it back. It wasn't a loan at all. It was because of a need. That was the right thing to do. There have been times, even when I deal with myself, the right thing to do was to pull away. It may not have been nice to the other person that I pulled away from, but I had to do that. Niceness is based on mutual self-interest. Again, when you are nice, you are being pretty much um, selfish and looking for something in return. So when we're being kind to ourselves, we're doing it because that is the right thing to do. The real difference is only truly measured by internal motivation. What is motivating you? 
to be kind? What is motivating you to be nice? Mm-hmm. So what it's saying is that we're niceness is is motivated by internal feelings and kindness is also internal, but it comes from a deeper place. It comes from a deeper place. So when we talk about um, being self-aware and taking self-care, what do I need to do to take care of myself? What do I need to do to take care of this situation? How do I be kind? First Corinthians 13 and four says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. Love is patient. Love is kind. So when you love yourself, you are patient with yourself. (laughs) To love oneself is the beginning of a lifelong romance. That's a quote from Oscar Wilde. He was an Irish poet. Time brings both sun and storm, testing our deepest intentions on how we relate to ourselves. Time bring both sun and storm. Teach testing our deepest intentions on how we relate to our what are your intentions with yourself? Why did you get up this morning? Did you get up this morning just to do, just to go through, or did you get up this morning to make a difference? I got up this morning to make a difference, not only in your life, but in my life. Yes, love comes only, love comes easy on good days. When our self-esteem stands tall on our accomplishments, love comes easy on good days. That's just like when you're feeling good, you're going to get up. Take your shower, comb your hair, put you, put a little bit of makeup on if that's what you wear. But you're going to present yourself good even to yourself. I know it's probably challenging for some of us that are working from home is to just get out of bed 10 minutes before it's time to clock in and then do your work because you don't have to present yourself to anyone. But for me, I work my best when I am dressed. I, I feel good about what I've done for myself. I would say to some of the girls, to some of the millennials, <laughs> you took some time with yourself today. You look, that mean you fixed your hair, you put your makeup on, you ironed your clothes, <laughs> you put your smiling face on today. You took some time with yourself. When our self-esteem stands tall on our accomplishments, it's easy to love yourself when you have accomplished but what happens when you don't but it's when we fall that our self-directed goodwill often deserts us when things don't go the way we plan suddenly we remember all our faults then we begin having this internal conversation with ourselves, putting judgment and shame on our pain. You are no good. You are a failure. You never do it right. And that's that that shouldn't be the voice that you have with yourself when things don't go right. And I, man, I was so outdone with myself. I switched over to AT&T. One of the worst things I've ever done with your wireless. Don't do it. Stay with T-Mobile or Verizon. (laughs) But I felt like I was bamboozled and I really was hard on myself. And then I was like, well, you know, Lisa, you didn't know better. Lesson learned. We abandon ourselves and look to whoever and whatever would give us comfort. 
but the way back to our hearts and well-being is through self-compassion. Just give yourself a break. It is okay, y'all. It's okay, but we have to recognize it first. Three main components of self-compassion. Self-kindness, feelings of common humanity, and mindfulness. Self-kindness, feelings of common humanity, and mindfulness. Three main components of self-compassion. Self-kindness refers to acting in kind and understanding ways toward yourself. Let's say you forgot to do something or you are disorganized or you didn't reach your goals today. Don't say, I'm never going to be successful. Say, I'll make a list and check it off as I complete each task. When I was studying um, to become a personal fitness trainer, man, I was studying every day. I was writing essays and essays, writing meal plans and studying the anatomy. And I took that test and I passed. That was an easy one. But when I went back to college at 48, let me see, 47. Yeah, at 47, when I went back to college, man, that was hard. And I remember I failed my first test. I failed. And I cried at my desk. And one of my sister friends, Linda Lowry uh, Chapman, said to me, Lisa, it's okay. I failed my first test too. Get back up. And you know what? I put my head in those books and I graduated. <clears throat> with a three point, I think 3.75 GPA. I was in the top of my class. Y'all, I, I got medals. I got cores. I'm on the, um, all these, I don't know what I'm trying to say. All these committees, awards and stuff, you know, for being smart. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. But I, in the beginning, I really felt bad. Number two, common humanity is the recognition that everyone makes mistakes and no one is without their weaknesses. You're human. It's okay. You are human. We all make mistakes. We're human. As my grandma used to say, you're not the first and you certainly won't be the last. So remember, you're human. This thought puts away the urge to alienate yourself from others and you avoid what needs to be done and you avoiding what needs to be done. When you put the, just, hey, I'm human. Not that you're going to continue to do the same thing and use I'm human as your reason. But at some point you got to be mindful, which is next, mindfulness keeps us from exaggerating or distressing and becoming overwhelmed by our circumstances. Just be mindful when you uh, disappoint yourself. Be mindful when you didn't make the right decision. Be mindful when you didn't take care of yourself. Did you get up this morning? Did you wash your face? Did you take a shower? Did you comb your hair? Did you brush your teeth? Did you put on some clothes? Did you put on some deodorant? Did you get up with purpose? Think about that. Four strategies for increasing self-compassion. Ask yourself this question. What do I need? 
Oh my God, I think that's probably one of the hardest things to do, especially when you don't feel valued by yourself. You don't know how to ask for what you need. I know I I have been that way because of um, rejection. I didn't want to be rejected. Therefore, I didn't ask for anything. Now I ask for it. I because I know this is not something that will be good for me if I stay in this state of anxiety and stress. I ask for what I need. It's easy to complain about it and blame others about the situation, but are you able to identify what it is you really need? Can you really identify what it is you really need? Colossians three twelve through 13. Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. And if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. You need to forgive yourself. You need to put compassionate, beloved, compassionate heart, humanity, meekness, and patience with yourself. Bearing with yourself. And if you have a complaint against yourself, you need to forgive yourself. Have that conversation with yourself. What was it you needed that you didn't ask for? Identify that. Being able to identify what it is you really need helps you move forward. I need you to help me in this area. I need you to not do this. I need you to not do this. (laughs) I'm going to share. You know, we have this thing with running water. You know, you save money when you don't just run the water. This just happened. And uh, I said to one of my family members, are you using, I said, you're you're running the water. Yeah, because I pay the water bill and I know what it looks like every month. And they said, "Um, well, I'm using using the water. And I was like, well, are you using the water or are you running the water? Because I really need you to cut the water off. (laughs) Because that was just, it was making me feel some type of way man y'all running this water it may sound crazy to y'all but when you got a hundred dollar water bill that's crazy so i need you to be aware that i don't want to pay a hundred dollar water bill and i need you to cut the water off so my family member cut the water off and it didn't matter to me how the family member felt but that's what i needed It may sound funny, but inside I was getting anxiety. I was like, cut that one off. (laughs) How do I care for myself already? Reflect on the ways you care for yourself when things are going well, such as exercising, being with friends, listening to music, or whatever it is that puts smiles on your face. Do your best to incorporate these things into your life during difficult times. Y'all know (laughs) 
when we find those things that bring us joy, when we find those things that put smiles on our face, and you may not be able to do it every day, but at least, you know, do something that, um, you know, if I do, if I know exercising is going to make me feel better, I do it. Um, just recently I had a conversation where we, you know, we had a, a family, um, I won't say emergency, but a life growing up, maturing thing with, um, with our son, with our, um, uh, youngest son. Um, cause he's learning life, you know, relationships and stuff and girls, you know, so mama got to step in, you know, and I was very, very frustrated with him. And I had to really talk to Lisa, man. I like Lisa. Okay, what do you need to do? So I went outside. I walked around the house. I got the rake and I started raking. And then I went outside again and sat down on my little patio and um, calmed myself down because I was in rage, man. That Scorpio came out because I was in rage. I was very upset, but I had to. Like, you can't stay here. You need to say what it is you need, say what you mean, get your point across, and move on. And I believe the message was received. I don't even say believe. I know it was received. It didn't come off right, but it had me in such a place. I had to go back to what I know puts me back into that good finding peace within place you know I had to go back to that and and yeah me working in my yard helps me do that me sitting on my patio helps me do that and me saying okay Lisa breathe and I did that and hey and we got past it the same hour within the same hour yeah within the same hour and I was good Sometimes you have to get away from yourself to deal with yourself. In other words, put your feelings and emotions on the back burner and channel that energy into something more positive, which is what I did when I went outside and started raking those leaves because those leaves needed to be raked. So I put my energy into something more positive. Number three, what would I say to a dear friend in a situation like this and how would I say it? So four strategies for increasing self-compassion. One was ask yourself this question, what do I need? Number two, how do I care for myself already? What am I doing to take care of myself already? Number three, what would I say to a dear friend in a situation like this? And how would I say it? Proverbs 31 through 26 says she's open. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She opens her mouth with wisdom and teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She opens her mouth. So the wisdom that she has within her soul, within her experiences comes out of her tongue in a kind compassionate way our tone of voice towards ourselves should be one of kindness and warmth that highlights care and affection towards ourselves the same way we would speak to a friend in need talk to yourself the same way you would speak to a sister or brother who called you in distress 
Will you holler and scream at them? Will you tell them you're making the biggest mistake in your life? Oh, that was stupid. Why would you do that? Girl, you are crazy. Do you what are you what are you doing? Sometimes it takes those tones, but it has to come from a good place. And you say, you know what? Let's make a plan. What are we gonna do going forward? And that's what I had to do. Even um, I had a situation here at the house, building, um, tearing down a deck and found out some stuff wasn't done right. And man, I was, I found myself getting anxious. I didn't even eat that day. But I, again, had to tell Lisa, what is the plan? Okay, how much money we got saved? How much is this going to cost? Let's call the person that built it and get them back out here and see what we're going to do about it. Go to the bank and see how much money you can get just in case you need it. You know, that's what we do when we find ourselves in situations other than saying, oh my God, this is crazy. I can't fix it. I don't know how this is going to be done. And then my husband getting upset with me because he can't handle all. No, what's the plan? What is the plan, y'all? What's the plan? That's what we need to do. What is the plan? Become the yin and yang for yourself. Yang is the nurturer, comforter, the soother, the validator. Validating, you know, we, we got this, you got this. The yang is the protecting, the provider, the motivator. Let's, let's can, we can do this. What's the plan? We can't, you can't stay in the yin. You got to be a yang too, the yang and the yang. Put your hand over your heart like you would a friend and take deep breaths this helps to calm your nerves when you get anxious you can feel your heart starting to palpitate you can feel that i can i'll say i can and then i'll put my hand over my heart and i just begin to breathe let's do that right now put your hands over your heart and breathe Yeah, and that calms your nerves. Ooh, they say woosah. Take a woosah moment. And then you can find your nerves and your pressure begins to go down. Put your hand over your heart. When you talk to a friend, that's what I do. Put their, put their, my hands over their hearts. Put your hand on their back. It's kind of hard to put your hand on your own back. You know, you can pat yourself on the back. But put your hand over your heart where the pressure is. And then calm your nerves. Take a nap or lay your head down on a pillow as if you were laying your head in the lap of a friend. Get that favorite stuffed animal. I still have the stuffed animal that my son bought me. I think he was in the fifth grade. (laughs) he's almost 40 years old but I still have that stuffed animal when I feel bad I just lay down get my pillow and I just say okay just calm your nerves calm your nerves Lisa because that's what I would do with a friend I will hug a friend and say put your head right here on my chest and cry your eyes out and when you're done crying we're gonna create a plan meditate into me I look me I ate meditate 
look inwardly and identify the ingredients that's making you you so emotional. Look inwardly and identify the ingredients that's making up your emotions. What ingredients, what are you putting into your spirit that's creating all of these emotions? What are you doing? What is happening that's creating all of these emotions for you? Write them out. And say, these are the things that I am going to identify and deal with. Not avoid, but deal with. You can find validation in acknowledging that things are hard right now. Yeah. Or things didn't go the way you planned. Or that trouble is in the midst. But you can make a decision to say no to discouragement, doom, and gloom. Yeah. You say, I'm, I'm just not going to stay here. I'm not going to stay here. I'm going to get up. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to push myself out this bed. I'm going to put feet to the fire. And sometimes I got to put fire under the feet to get me moving. You can do this. You can do this for yourself. It's not what you do, but why you do it. First John 3 and 18 says, little children, let us not love in the word or talk, but in deed and in truth. In deed and in truth, let us not love in word. Don't just speak it, but do it. Get up and do it. And I know some people may be dealing with depression and it's really hard to really push yourself to do what you know you need to do. But find it somewhere deep down inside and say, you deserve it. You de we sang this song. You deserve it. You deserve it. We're talking about the Lord. My hallelujah belongs to you. Your hallelujah belongs to you too. My yes belongs to me too because you deserve it. You deserve it. Why am I taking care of myself? Why am I putting my hand over my heart? Why am I taking this nap in the middle of the day? Why am I dealing with these unsettling emotions? Why? Because I am being kind to myself no matter what. Why? Because I don't want to feel bad. That's why I am taking care of myself. That's why I am putting my hand over my heart. That's why I take naps. That's why I take I do exercise. That's why I journal. That's why I deal with the unsettling emotions because I don't want to feel bad. Why am I asking for what I need? Because I don't want to feel bad. That's why I am being kind to myself when I ask for what I need. Yes, be kind to yourself by asking for what you need. That's why. I deserve it. First Peter 3, 8 through 9. Finally, all of you have unity of mind, sympathy, brotherly love, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or revealing for revealing. But on the contrary, bless 
for to this you were called that you may obtain a blessing and blessing is joy blessing is peace when people say bless you they're saying have peace have peace you deserve peace Kindness or self-compassion brings with the intention of wholehearted benevolence toward ourselves, toward yourself, not as a tool to manipulate our emotions in order to feel better in the moment, not as a means to fix our pain, but not to feel bad. We do self-care so we don't feel bad. We have self-compassion because we don't want to feel bad finally research has shown the positive consequences of self-compassion on numerous aspects of our well-being including a greater life satisfaction emotional intelligence interconnectedness with others wisdom curiosity happiness and optimism when you are being kind to yourself Wow. Yes, yes. Emotional intelligence. You're connected with others through wisdom. You're able to share with others that which you have learned. Your happiness comes out. Your optimism comes out when you are kind to yourself. Self-compassion is also associated with less self-criticism, less depression, anxiety, fear of failure, and perfectionism. Importantly, to reap the benefits of self-compassion, we don't need to compare ourselves to others or inflate our ego, being something that we're not. Thus, self-compassion can lead to greater emotional resilience. Since, unlike self-esteem, our heightened self-worth will not be contingent on our successes. Self-esteem is about successes. Self-awareness and self-compassion is about the knowing of yourself, the soul of who you are. The Lord wants us to walk in wholeness. The Lord wants us to be that which he has made. And everything he made is beautiful. Our flesh is as filthy rags, but our spirit is like his. Because we have been made in his image. His image. We have the spirit of the Lord. The fruit of the spirit. Love. Peace joy, long-suffering, kindness, kindness to ourselves. Whew. I pray this was helpful to you all. As I always say, it's been helpful to me. It, this lesson has been helpful to me. Ask for what you want. Let's, let's do it. Number four, ask yourself, what do I need? Four strategies for increasing self-compassion. Ask yourself, what do I need? Number two, how do I care for myself already? 
Number three, what would I say to a dear friend in a situation like this? And how would I say it? Number four, it's not what you do, but why you do it. And we do it because we don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel bad. And you shouldn't want to feel bad. Let's close out with a short word of prayer. Lord, we thank you today once again for your love and your grace and your mercy. We thank you for your peace. We thank you, oh God, for keeping your hands of protection over us. We thank you for the word of God which comes like a two-edged sword. It cuts and it heals. And we thank you today for giving us the word kindness. Not niceness, but kindness. Sometimes kindness means cutting and kindness means soothing. We thank you, oh God, for we deserve it. We deserve peace. You said in Isaiah 26 and 3, if we kept our mind on you, you would keep us in perfect peace. And it is your will that we walk in kindness and peace with all men. And that includes ourselves. So today, we're walking in kindness and peace with ourselves. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 You go. Make it a wonderful week. Be kind to yourself this week. Happy Thanksgiving. And remember, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Finding Peace Within podcast with Lisa L. Dalton. Now remember, you can always connect with me on social media. Facebook under Lisa Dalton, Twitter at I am Lisa L. Dalton, Instagram Lisa.Dalton, and LinkedIn Lisa L. Dalton. Visit my website, findingpeacewithin.org, where you can read some of my blogs, find the books that I've written, listen to previous podcasts, and even some of the workout videos that I've created. Until next time, remember... To find peace within, a centered soul is a centered mind. Be blessed.